The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. Ah. 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 What have you got? Uh, I'm drinking the Tiny Rebel, the stuff made in Newport. Never nice. drunk that stuff? Nice. Uh, I don't believe so. Tiny Rebel. They're, uh, they're, they're a great little brewery. Achieved some national prominence. Fair enough. Uh, they're good. They're good. But they're just uh, out of Newport, which is just the best. It's the best thing ever. And they do an interesting drop. But the cans are cool and all of that stuff. But they're, they're, they're good. Oh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a necessity these they're, days. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, they're good. And anything coming out of Newport isn't entirely shit. This should be applauded. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, we're, we're recording a day after the Manchester United game. We're going to spend a bit of time talking about Eintracht and how fun that was and Everton, how not fun that was, but still a win. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United... Um, uh, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching a Jerry Francis team. I, I, we were fed the diet diet of this in the nineties mm. when you, when United were good and we played not even second fiddle. It, it was just it was the Alex Ferguson days, and they were so far ahead. And, That's the days uh, of if you scored a goal against them, all you did was piss them off. Exactly, and you, you try not to score and just nick it in the 90th minute, of which we never did. And that was like a decade, decade of that. And it continued into the noughties quite a fair amount. Um, but this was a complete throwback to that that feeling yeah. where you know that you're, you're just a lamb to the slaughter. And... I, I partly to do with there are too many games and there's a World Cup happening and people were switching off to to a certain degree, and um, I saw it as um, Man United are a team of players who are trying to get to the World Cup and Tottenham are a team of players who are at the World Cup already. Yeah, um, we generally lose there, no matter how good or bad United are. Um, yeah, uh, but. Uh, you know, brass tacks, it was a deflection and, and a, a ricochet ball, notwithstanding the 28 shots or whatever the hell they had. But <laughs> it, felt, it felt like, you know, people talk about field tilt now. It felt very lopsided match where we were yeah. really not in it that much at all, apart from a few moments of slavishly playing the ball out from the back. Um, and just walking into walking into trouble, um, yeah. So and and, and a two nil um, could have been anything. Um, there was a lot. Uh, did you did you read my tweet earlier about Larice? <laughs> oh, I had a lot. Yeah, yeah. Larice. Yeah. That was the day after Larice. I hope his crosshole was very fluffy. Every, all of the rest of your sad sacks get soggy shreddies. Yeah, um, yeah, very no, few yeah, people that, came out little with moment. any credit. No, exactly. Uh, he had that moment early on where he oh, wobble, yeah. squirted under him and just yeah, went horrible. wide. But yeah, but yeah no, he, he he was good. Mm. Made some good saves. His passing, mm. oddly, was kind of better. I mean, he was pretty yeah. much just hitting the same ball out to uh, was it to Perisic? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was a bit of a shambles all around, really. Yeah. And the problem is when you've got if you're playing and you could kind of see that the guy in front of you or ahead of you or whatever isn't playing very well then you end up probably trying to do more than you should uh, then you end up just kind of exposing yourself like you can tell mm. games where we're not doing very well by how far up the pitch QT is pressing Yeah, because uh, he just goes hunting he's like well fuck you lot like, I'm going to have to do this myself uh, and yeah, there were points yeah. where he was pressing their centre backs. You know, <laughs> what are you doing there? Yeah. Uh, but then he, you know, he was having to kind of account for just shitness everywhere. It was, it's, it's, it's one of those you can't. I mean, people will point at the tactics of it and this, that, and the other. But 
the tactics are fucking irrelevant if you pass the ball to a guy and his first touch is so bad that possession's gone yeah and that was just kind of happening all over the place passes were shit like little five yard passes they weren't good they weren't ahead of the play they kind of for people to run onto everything was just rubbish Mm. Uh, and you know i've not watched that much man united this season but no like from what i read that apparently was their best performance of the season Mm. Uh, but it's like i said to you i don't know when it was yesterday or something Mm. um but the way we set up is very much to let the opposition have uh, possession fine that's not an issue kind of because we're controlling that position in that you're not doing anything with it so yeah keep it whatever yeah it very much becomes a problem when you're giving them possession as in you're, mm. you're giving them the ball letting them have the ball is one thing but giving them the ball is uh yeah. it's just a recipe for fucking disaster we were just doing it over and over and over again uh, and yeah. certain patterns you could just see weren't working but they kept persisting with them it's uh, i mean I, I don't know whether that boils down to conte's rigidity uh in what he expects of the players and stuff like that uh, but it yeah it just wasn't it just wasn't good there wasn't really anybody as you say yep. that can kind of hold their heads up high after that one uh, got slapped up yep. but it was a self-inflicted slapping it was as i say yep. if you're giving the ball to the opposition over and over and over again certainly in transitional moments where some other midfielders might push up in anticipation of that transition and then suddenly you've lost the ball so those midfielders are fucking 30 yards out of position and it, it felt it felt we've had many Sunday league games uh, where it just feels like wave after wave like fuck me man but at some point we're going to have to keep hold of this fucking ball yeah. uh, and when we did keep hold of it most of the time it was just idly passing it across the back I mean I get it you know you pass it across the back kind of switch to play to other sides of the pitch kind of shift the opposition around and stuff like that but it felt considerably more casual like, yeah. I don't know how many times I saw the centre-backs just putting their foot on the ball and not even moving it's like that's, it's, I understand the need for calm and kind of the need for not if you're losing a game not losing your heads and kind of forgetting the plan and all that sort of thing but yeah it just everything it just felt wrong all over the place really which was weird because initially it felt like we actually started quite good there was a couple of little moments some of the passes yeah, yeah. through little gaps there's good little touches some good little late runs third band runs from like benson core and hoybier and stuff yeah. um i mean hoybier's collapse in that game was mm-hmm something to see it was I, I, he was shocking absolutely shocking after the first 20 minutes or so yeah, say it looked like it started quite well but uh, mm. yeah it was bad you kind of you've got Basumo who's clearly a baller but not doing baller things I don't know if it's nerves because uh, mm. again he, he could have been told don't don't try anything fancy to say another bit if your first touch is shit that's 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 not instruction that's something else mm. and it was just kind of happening all over the place really mm. uh, and it's yeah if, if you play in a match where i don't know half of your team play badly you could still come out with a result but when pretty much 10 of your 11 just aren't doing it you yeah you're fucked mm. really and it's, it's a rare occasion that that's going to happen uh, I can't. I don't anticipate that happening too frequently, so I'm not particularly concerned. No, really. As you say, we don't win at Old Trafford, so no. like no. losing to Chelsea and shit like that. These aren't games we win anyway, and we still finish where we finish. So yeah. it's, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was tough viewing. Like the games are. It's people say it's hard to watch. I don't particularly find it hard to watch when I can see what yeah. we intend to do being executed and find that plan may not be particularly exciting or whatever, but you can at least see it's being done. Uh, where this, it, it just kind of, I don't know, say players just started losing their heads a little bit just in terms of people started to hide a little bit. It was just not... Yeah. Yeah, it was shit. But, you know... It was shit. Uh, I, I think, again, it was uh, for, for, for Conte's thing to work... It needs a certain level of um, uh, competency. So it's he's the Tottenham the way we play. It's a high wire act where we have to be secure at both ends. Otherwise, you're just jumping off a cliff. And the way we went out there, like Lemmings tonight, 
um, looked like we were just jumping off a cliff. So there's a bit of rope. Is, is there a bit of rope in between us and the uh, in this this ravine on the other side? Yeah. And people were just stepping out, walking straight off the cliff, not looking yeah. like forgetting. You have to fix two things to one side to the other. That's what you base it on. You're confident in that, and you've got this rope that you can walk along, and you know it's fucking there. And these guys walked out. There was an element of cowardice. There was an element of tiredness. There was an element of played too much football. There's an element of going to the World Cup. And all of these small things played into United's hands. And all United did was run around a little bit. But we're running a high wire act. A very, very easily you can slip off it if you're not concentrated on the plan, <clears throat> the plan of action. There yeah. are lots of people not doing their jobs. There are lots of people hiding. There are lots of people giving up. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a combination of yes, too many, too many games as a World Cup. Um, yeah, yeah. We don't rotate the team. But these are all absolutely fine things. You know, if you 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 win together, you lose together. And you know, Conte is building this eleven up that he he rates. He obviously the the the, the kids the kids are there, and the bench the bench was quite young. They're they're all part of it, but. If you're losing that badly together, hopefully it builds a better bond for for the winning that comes further along. And again, uh, you know, you look back at last season, it was Nuno. I don't even think he's he's, uh, he's only been here a year. Um, he said after the game that from ninth to title challenges is a, is a little bit of a step in one window, or two windows. So it's 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 all there, and everybody can make that excuse, and it isn't totally fatalistic that the, the my attitude to this afterwards. But um, the Conte bears grudges. Uh, you could see some of the shit that he was shouting on the, the side of the pitch. The oh, stand-up round yeah. between him and Benteke was fantastic. Oh, yeah, he was going red in the face like, yeah. when he was fucking screaming. I, I think I messaged James immediately at the time. Like, I was like, oh, someone's getting chewed the fuck out. Someone's getting chewed. I didn't know who it was at the time, but they, they showed it on the highlights uh, yeah. at halftime and explained, yeah, it was Benteke. I don't even know yeah. what he particularly was shouting at him about. I think he broke rank. Yeah. Um, that's the thing that... Um, Conte despises. You don't jump over the the top. You don't go over the top before everybody's prepared to go over the top. Otherwise, you just get snipered. Yeah. And uh, Benteke was taking too much into his own hands and uh, breaking rank, which is a court martial offence. Yeah. Um. So that and then, yes, Conte bears grudges, and uh, it was this, that story years ago where uh, Chelsea. Uh, got beaten by Arsenal playing four at the back and uh, he switched everything to he's like right we tried it your way it's fucking shit I'm going to do it do it my way um, and so he bears grudges and there are a few players he won't forgive after this yeah. it's essentially no matter what, how good you play you're only as good as your defeats and yeah. there's some guys out there there were moments yesterday when Romero looked at Dyer in, in pure hatred, yeah. like, what are you? What the fuck are you? I cannot work with what you're you're, you're delivering me here. So Dyer was just beyond wretched. He was uh, passive, wanted to just to get the game to disappear. He wanted to hide. Uh, it was very a very bad example. He's been, you know, the, the Eintracht mistake as well. It's just there's mm. there's elements here. He's very good when you don't when you don't notice him and he doesn't engage. When, as soon as he's engaged uh, and he gets involved in in play, is is it's, it's, it's just a wardrobe moving about. Uh, Davis hid like fuck, hid yeah. like fuck. Showed no personality whatsoever. Again, he's a. A player we signed from Swansea seven or eight years ago. Yeah. What, yeah. what is that? Dyer we got for three million pounds from Sporting Lisbon. He's brilliant, but we don't owe the bloke a career. And uh, he's done incredibly well to get back in the England squad. It's only because Maguire's fucked it. Um, and he's got it good for him, but we don't owe him a career. He's obviously, we all know he's a brilliant bloke and all of that stuff. We just don't, we just don't need it. Um, uh, Basuma is, is too early, but he was also another that was breaking rank. Uh, particularly yeah. when we've got a situation where Dyer's fucked, Basuma is his mate. 
Basuma is the one that sees Dyer struggling, and you just sit, you, you play in tandem with him, and just follow follow Dyer's lines and make sure that Dyer's never exposed. You just shuttle across, shuttle across, shuttle across. And Basuma was breaking rank. He was going over the top far too early and running ahead of the play when we needed a little bit more. Um, Fine if you're travelling with it and you're physically taking the ball up the pitch, but just breaking rank and then and then exposing our defence in, in a situation where we got three five two, where most of our fucking players are defenders. Mm. Um, to be that loose when most of us are defenders, that, this this is why uh, it was another. Uh, again, I'm very prepared for three five two to work, but this is not something that Conte plays, and he has not trained with these players and spent all summer talking about three five two. He's been talking about three four three the entire time. There will be conversations about uh, he'll be, he'll switch up to a four a four like he did at Chelsea, and then switch back. But three five two has just come about. It's a, it's a circumstantial thing. We've got uh, one hundred and fifty million pounds worth of player, if forward player, of unavailable to us in Kulisevsky and Rashalison. Yeah. So and we've got all these central midfielders of which haven't been playing, and now um, we are forced into that situation and. Again, Man United, it was a deflection and a ricochet with an opportunistic Fernandez yeah, finish. For exactly. um, tax of it, that's that's what's happened. Yes, Rashford should have scored his chance where Lloris makes that a wonderful save, but Rashford is no finisher. He's, he's any no, half-decent finisher. Good. It's it got to be tucked that away so easily. What's his name? Uh, Thierry Henry talking about when you're that clean through on goal and you know there's no opposition, you can look at the goalkeeper and see what he's yeah. doing and then shoot. Rashford is so eager just to get the shot. Oh my God, I've got a chance. He didn't even look what the goalkeeper yeah. was doing. He just hit it hard. They just hit it hard. Just concentrate on good contact where in fact you could have looked at the goalkeeper and rolled it. You could have scuffed it, Bob Corner. You could have scuffed it, Bob So... Um, Conte bears grudges. I hope he does make some changes. I do. I expect him not to because he likes people to suffer and people to suffer. There, there was just a, a, a yeah, absolutely a, a, a huge difference between yeah, uh, being relinquishing possession and um, possession being a thing that can um, is a trap, and just relinquishing all hope of doing anything in the game because it looked like they were beaten very very early yeah um and that's fine it's not going to last forever but uh and uh, you know we're still ahead of manchester united we're still ahead of liverpool uh we're still third uh beat newcastle the weekend it's at home where we we despite their good start to the season or what you'd expect after spending 240 million in uh, a very short space of time uh things can be rosy, but I, I think we are picking and choosing our games when to perform. When I see how hard Son ran in the Eintracht Frankfurt game, yeah, I was very aware that he thought, "Oh, it's a Champions League game. Uh, more people are watching this around the world. I think I'll run yeah. around a bit, bit more." Uh, so Kane similarly in a different way, but Kane was incredible against Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Son was incredible against Eintracht uh, Frankfurt and did some great things in the Everton game but um, when you know there's this much football happening you're going to get anomalous results and performances um, and this is a part of it I think the amount of football is just you're going to get a loss of quality the, uh, for teams in certain games and they, they will be arbitrary which one it is oh which suddenly flat we're suddenly we don't yeah. have anything within us and, that, and that's that's fine it's uh, having a World Cup in the middle of the season is absolutely bizarre. And in years gone by, we wouldn't have had enough players uh, going to the World Cup. And so uh, you get uh, strange results or teams that you wouldn't expect uh, higher in the league. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll put Arsenal in that. They've got a team of guys who are trying to get to the World Cup and want to be noticed. And there's a big difference. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see any of the Leeds game, but I heard it was uh, no, tragic. It was tragic. I but, saw the, uh, the Leeds got uh, the nothing incidents, out of it. Like missing a penalty and the disallowed goal. I saw those two moments. Yeah. So it's all still very good. 
I don't know where everybody was talking about Tottenham's best ever Premier League start. Is it still that after this win? Probably. I think, I think it's not now. I think it's, it's not now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's exactly. Amazing. One result to the next, exactly. One yeah, win is fantastic, like, one defeat 20, is awful. 20, 20, 20 yeah. 21, I think we may have had a better start. I saw somebody posting. But oh. Only after the United result. Exactly. You know, it depends on where you where that cutoff point is. When when does yeah. the start to a season end? When it's the middle of the season, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, it can be whatever you want it to be. So uh, uh, we can have been off the, the United game. Um, it was painful, yeah. but uh, yeah. it happens. It happens a lot, and I. Uh, I, again, I, I don't think Conte is going to make any changes, and I don't, I don't necessarily blame blame him. He's trying to build a team. He's not trying to keep yeah, everybody, well, you'd assume, everybody um, happy. If if Kulusevski's fit, you assume mm. he comes straight back in. He that's does, not really yeah. a change, is it? Because that's his original, his original lineup. That's yeah. just reverting back to yeah. to what he prefers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, it's unlikely. Really, but, that that's, much. but that's fine. I don't, I don't expect it because all he wants to do is build a side, and so you win and lose together. And so if you're constantly chopping, shading, you're not building much at all. Um, it's, these yeah. are the boys. Uh, we are four players away uh, from being half decent. We're nearly there. We couldn't do. You can't make too many changes in one window. Um, there's an element of. You lose the core of the team too quickly. Uh, you promote players who haven't been there long enough to uh, high-ranking positions too early, and uh, it can create even more uh, instability. So you're, you've got to change things slowly, of which he is doing. Um, the older statesman or the older statesman, you can't fuck with that. But... Um, yeah, it's it's already it feels like um, with all the kind of tough tough-ish matches to play lit up by some moments of brilliance because we have some brilliant players uh, and with the World Cup in the middle of it already the, the season feels like we're just going to have to get through this one again um, get through this one build um, plan for the next uh uh, next transfer windows, and um, and take it and take it from there. Uh, I but still extremely all extremely positive. There's still lots of good stuff going on. Uh, I, I will say I I enjoyed Perisic's very calm chesting back to goalkeepers. Yeah, he had a few uh, he, yeah, he, he is very good. At. He's very good at that. Yeah, yeah. Composure wise, he's, in moments he's got it. where you would think somebody's yeah. going to go a bit crazy and, and fucking head it into their own net or something. Yeah, it's yeah. Beyond that, though, no, 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 no. I, I, sorry, I, I will just go through like very briefly all the players. Three is absolutely brilliant. Um, you're faultless. You can't do it. Uh, uh, Romero. It's good. He's golden. I, I, I can't, I can't fault the amount when he's been hung out to drive with that amount of shit. It's scary. Dyron Davis, man. Yeah, Dyron and Davis then he's to the right, and it's Doherty. I can't, and like, I can't see. And Doherty, yeah, Dyer going nowhere. Davis going nowhere. Like passive, um, hiding, borderline cowardly um, football. You know, go, go out with your boots on for fuck's sake. Well, I don't know what the hell that was. Doherty, it's just not up to it. We know this. We all know this. We all know this. Um, but you can't get Spence in straight away because he's just turned up. You don't want to create a monster. Spence has got to earn it. Um, um, and he, I, I, unless he's of such questionable temperament, uh, which means that Conte has to beat it out of him or he just gives up on him even before he's arrived, uh, well, we don't know. Bentenko, he's, he's one of his soldiers. That's absolutely fine. Boyberg uh, takes instruction well, I think, nods at the right time. He's a bit of a politician, but... My God, when his performances stink, they absolutely stink. He's had oh, a wonderful yeah. start of the season. Wonderful start of the season. But his ceiling is clear. It's such a clear yeah. ceiling on that guy. 
And yes, I think uh, he's a coach's dream because he's like, yes, boss, yes, sir, yeah, absolutely, boss, I can do that. So let me show you. I'll uh, watch. I'll watch some uh, reruns of your uh, your uh, breakthrough season for Lecce, boss. And I thought you were really good in a in a two with Igor Tudor or what the fuck. I don't know. So he does his homework and looks and sounds the part and is constantly asking questions. Really, tell me more about the three four feet that you played against Salernitana. You know, he's, he's that guy. Uh, and Perisic, you can't fuck with him. He's uh, he's a soldier, but he looks fucking old. He, he looks fucking old in, in places. And in this match, it was a Sessignon. We need a bit of running. Need a bit yeah. of running. It's, it's, yes, his calmness is there, but his calmness is stuck at left wing where nobody's getting the ball, and he's just being ran around. Uh, and Kane and Son absolutely mailed that match in. I think I mm. tweeted. Kane is absolutely coasting this match. Yeah. And again, I don't blame him. There's too much football and they're, they're just animals being flogged. But call, call a spade a spade. That's exactly what was happening. And, and I think, how many times do you get to play at Old Trafford as well? Yeah. How many yeah. times in your career and you serve up that shit? Uh, yes, there were a few lovely moments, but we were let down by inherent lack of ability in certain in certain places. Doherty, to cutting inside, no left foot. You know, it's just all these little bits that just add in. You're just inviting crap on. And if you can't, you're walking, it's the high wire act. And if your high wire guys can't fucking get their, put one foot in front of the, of the other on this bloody rope, you're just falling off. And a lot of players fell off. Um Yesterday, I prepared to give Basuma. Basuma is a wonderful player. We've yeah. seen it. He's earned it. He's, he's he deserves all the all the plaudits. My God, what a pair of boots he wears as well. Have you seen them? They're like know. eagle wings. Really... Uh, they're just incredible. They're green. They're red. They're just they're beautiful. So he 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 walks the walk. But my God. Sorry, talks the talk, but just it's just scared. His touch was shit. It's like this guy's got an amazing ability, mm. and um, just a little looked a little bit spooked again. Um, drawing no conclusions on that, he's got to get through this shit. It is a step up, um, and he'll get there because he's a brilliant player. And I've seen him fucking piss all over Tottenham too many times in the past. <laughs> Um, but ultimately, I see him in a two with somebody, and it's not bloody Hoybier. Hoybier's played well, but he's been here long enough and plays every minute of every game. He's going to have some good games. Uh, he's just there all yeah. the time. Yeah, and you know we've we've seen it before. The players come in, and then you know they're amazing for a bit, but. Yeah. Ultimately, you like your Wanyamas and Palacios, yeah, yeah. yeah. all of these guys. There's always guys yeah. who come in, do very well. Uh, based on, as you say, the ceilings that they have, they kind yeah. of play close to them consistently. So you think, oh, we've got one here. Not really. Not really. No. Uh, and yeah, no, as you say, you know, when, when, you uh, when you drop a stinker, Jesus Christ, man. No, that's it, it was kind of slightly embarrassing at times. It was slightly embarrassing. <laughs> Watching him walking around with his head spinning. Yeah, I mean, then you get other guys having to try and overcompensate for the fact that the guy standing next to you is playing shit, and that means you're then out of position and your head's exactly. you start breaking kind of off it. Yeah. yeah, you stop seeing yeah. the rope in front of you. It's, it's, yeah. 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 So yeah, that's that. So Eintracht was a lot of fun. Uh, all, all the emotions, uh, but it was it was it was fun. This game we have to win because uh, it was getting a, a touch sticky. Um, uh, I'll just go through some of the uh, the, the the crap just to, to remind ourselves uh, dire useless yellow dire brain is scrambled gives the ball away one nil profit response one one um came rolls rolls in son beautiful uh then a penalty uh where it's uh, to go to var nonsense waste of time it was a penalty all day long this is a game where it was obvious that son was up for it um because everybody was watching uh son's pace extraordinary and then son was superb Super volley for the uh, the lovely run from Hoiberg to get to the touchline and, and chip it back. Uh, 3-1, everything's easy. We're coasting. Kane on the spin, incredible. Richarlison, good hustle. Red card to, for Tuta, where his name is. Uh, then they were lucky to have Hasebe, their, their old Japanese guy, stay on. 
and uh, uh, somehow my feed broke. And uh, uh, it was interesting that in the same way at the end of the uh, – it happened last night, didn't it? Romero moved to centre-back. We took off Dyer, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So uh, we did this against Eintracht as well. Um, Interesting. I I ultimately see that's what he wants. Romero's already said that he prefers to play in the centre, and we need to get... We need a guy who sets the tone. Yeah. A guy who sets the tone in the middle, who can go out and attack, but he can't sit, because Dyer sits there like a sitting duck. People say it's, say it's marshalling. It's not marshalling anything. It's actually standing there doing nothing. You're, all, you're it's like playing with ten men. You just stands there doing basically nothing and waiting for crosses to to go. But as a, as a footballer, or making and breaking play, intercepting, breaking things up, and getting out and off, and, and rather than just standing there waiting, wait like don't make a mistake, don't make a mistake. If I just stand here and do nothing, they'll think I'm having a good game, and that's what it feels like a lot of a lot of the time. Whereas if you put Romero in there, it, it cuts down on his rash jumping out of, 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 of jumping out of rank, of which he does quite a lot. When things get a bit frustrating, he goes goes wondering like you, you were saying that he was he was, yeah, he, was he goes pressing, rogue. He goes rogue. He go, he's pressing ahead of the midfield and the forwards. And at centre back, you 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 can't be doing that. No. Um, but right, right and left, your in terms of the hierarchy of things, the top centre back is the one in the middle. That's the the boss. But Romero knows he's the boss, and he's playing next to this guy, and it's not he's not quite quite up to it. So yes, he does overcompensate, and he does go go even further and harder and uh, faster into things of which uh, because he knows he's doing it for two men. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was interesting. I think that's where he wants to go in in the end. I don't think uh, Dyer's going to have this season. Um, which is cool, but uh, Conte is not here long enough to uh, manage Dyer's career. This is a bloke he never would have met, and if he uh, um, if he was an, oppos- uh, an opposing manager, he would target Dyer for his weaknesses. So he's 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 swallowing them at the moment, accepting them because yeah. he's a, a statesman of the side and people like him and all of that. But secretly, there's a lot of back channeling going on. And um, we can't have this continuing on because this ruins my reputation playing this guy. Davis is again similarly. He, he takes instruction well, but this is a guy we signed for seven years from uh, Swansea seven or eight years ago. It's it's shocking a, a side of this size is playing that player. I yeah, love that I mean, we. I love that we can do that, and nobody else does that. Chelsea never does anything like that. Arsenal never do anything. They're chopping and changing all, all day long. But at some point, you you, you have to decide. This is we're and do, we're doing very well with um, with that model. But um, it's it's unsustainable that you could be playing some this guy for that amount of time who was a fucking left back. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it just it is appalling. Get me a guy who's done something in the game, please. Not whatever this lovely bloke who you know turns up on time and um, yeah. And I mean, I a, think it's, it's a pleasure to work with. It's probably not a coincidence that every single defender we were linked with over the summer was a left-footed centre back. Yeah, yeah. All of them. Yeah. The Bastonis and Vardiol yeah. or whatever his name yeah. is. Exactly. And we yeah. ended up getting Langley and. Yeah, it was very, very clear that uh, at least if we and like he said, he's not going to want to rip the guts out of the team immediately no, because that's too quick. Just a recipe yeah. for disaster. Yeah. So Davies was the one initially swapping him out, and then we can deal with uh, we can deal with Dyer later. Yeah. But yeah, that didn't really come to pass. No. Yeah. So yeah, we're still having to wheel him out. Yeah. And first things first. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an evolution. Um. Uh, and then Brian Hill uh, against Eintracht comes on, and it's this this because we play re- relatively regi- regimented style of football. It's so refreshing to see Brian Hill um, it's buzzing around. Just uh, does what he wants. It's so lovely. It's, it's just all youthful exuberance without coaching. So it's, it's all it's it's like having the uh, the unbroken in horse is just galloping around. He doesn't really know what's going on, chasing his own tail. It's 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 lovely to see and it really gets you um 
uh, let's just get excited for like unformed, yeah. unformed football. Um, that's just off the cuff, and he wins a penalty after falling on his ass, then gets back up again. Once they really they, they give away the ball again, and he gets in the box. Uh, it's beautiful. And then Kane misses the fucking penalty, and then they score yeah. a, um, uh, from a corner. And then my feed dies, and I thought, do I? Can I even bother to try and skip through fucking grannies in my local area? <laughs> which I know there's plenty so there's lots of old people don't need that but lots of old people around here they all need fucking they all need a fucking <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to go online for that I just go just walk for four miles through some mud and there they are in a in a shed <laughs> so yeah um uh, so that, that was fine in Everton I was doing some other shit I was in Bristol uh, going to a house party, I, I run off to the pub to watch this thing, and um, it's dry, it's dry as fuck. Match, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, the, the party wasn't much better, and I, uh, it was, yeah, I, it was hard. I think it's the first I, I heard somewhere it was the first time in six years Everton have have not had a shot on target. Um, really, it felt it felt bad. They turned yeah, up. They're, they're they turned up. Not as subservient as we did today, yesterday against United, but it wasn't far off. Where they yeah. just the referee blew the first whistle, and the ref and the, the Everton players are just counting the seconds until he blows. Uh, what was it the end of the half? So three more times they were just waiting for three more blows <laughs> of the whistle. It, it, horrendous, horrendous, abject um, uh, choice of just. Turning up and hoping the game would go away. And yeah, they were in a bad yeah, way. They were bad. They were bad. And again, we we get a penalty as soon as uh, Jordan Pickford spills that ball. It's a penalty. I don't care what happens next. As oh, soon yeah, as yeah. he spills it, it's a penalty. Um, oh, yeah. And Harry knows if he gets a touch, oh, he's going to yeah. get a hit. Yeah. So he it's, took the touch to Pickford, get hit. Yeah. <laughs> Pickford spills it. It's a penalty. If you play your cards right after that, it's a penalty. The guy's an idiot. Um, and then we we got a deflection. Hoiberg got a big deflection. It wasn't going to go in anyway. United today, yesterday, get a deflection. It's uh, it's it's you know th- things. These are uh, athletes are all basically tuned in the same way. Um, penalties and deflections um, can get you by. Um, uh, I didn't write anything about um, the Everton game because I, was, no, I, I can't do. remember very little about it. No, it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Uh, I uh, did watch the Liverpool Man City game. That was quite good. What an incredible goal from uh, Salah! Just uh, mm. uh, that was phenomenal. Oh, oh touching the spin. It's a goal kick. He's getting, he's got Cancelo up his ass. He's spinning, and then the second touch is gone, and he just burns the rest of them. You know, wow, that's just the best like touch power to get past him, and then the speed to just uh, burn the blokes, but burn everyone. So uh, again, City could have had loads. City, um, Liverpool, um, in a different way. So it's the first time in a long while that Liverpool totally chose accepted second fiddle once you see Milner playing at right back uh, (laughs) the message the message is loud and clear Mm. Um, uh, very aware of Haaland Haaland could have scored a hat-trick without um, without breaking a sweat Um, they score a disallowed goal with Foden Um, and Salah does what he does. I mean, that was quite late. I mean, that was the seventy yeah. something minute. But um, they they ate a lot of shit in that game. Man City were quite good. It was very interesting that Bernardo uh, Silva tried to get in a fight with um, Salah. I don't quite understand why or how. You know, Salah never gets involved in anyone. With involved, involved in anyone, um, uh, Nunes uh, looks terrible, uh, but he's quick. Um, Very, apparently, he's uh, officially on record the fastest player in the Premier yeah, League. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I was like, no. He looks big lumbering. He does not. I've just, Carl just Walker's no. easily faster than that guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just, I caught a bit of that, and that was cool. Um, 
um, because we're going to be playing Liverpool and Man City uh, soonish. Certainly Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what a fixture list is. What we got Liverpool. six, seven games before. Yeah, Ford certainly Oregon. Liverpool. Um, it's interesting with Liverpool recently that he got uh, Klopp turned his back on a four-two-three and a four-two-three-one because it was terrible and he needed more protection for Trent because um, he was a mess. And in this game, they just took him out the firing line entirely. It was suggested that he was injured the week before, but not really. It was um, a, a tactical thing: is that you, they play too fast and loose with Trent. So they had to have him sitting for a little bit. And um, he brought on his little Lieutenant Milner to stay in touch with Gomez, not really go forward that much, piss people off a great deal. Like the good old days. Like It was like watching Gary Neville play it right back. It's just he's a bit of an irritant. Um, but he's not going to give you much and he's going to be concentrating a lot and he'll be make some silly technical errors because he's too old and shit now. But ultimately, in terms of commitment and you knowing that you can't just knock a ball over the top of him the entire time because he's, he's sitting in a disciplined shape. But they moved back to a 4-3-3, um, which was... Relatively good. I mean, they're fucked. They're, they're, they're fucked without Diaz. Uh, Nunes isn't there yet. They've started the season playing Salah too far wide, so he's not near the goal. So, um, again, you once you hit 28, 29, 30, that kind of stuff, it's about yeah, hitting goal targets. You need just, just the numbers, and you can't have a guy sitting with chalk in his boots uh, too far away from goal. Um, it'll be interesting when we play them um, but yeah, yeah there, lots of things can change very very swiftly um, it's, it's kind of amazing that this season we've already played Arsenal away Chelsea away and Manchester United away which means we're not yeah. going to play them at the end of the season when, when um, three points means a hell of a lot more and it's yeah, kind of, exactly. And the fact that we've played those games and we're still where we are is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's can't, quite, can't it's, really be shut on. No, no, no. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, it'll be interesting to see that if CFP really pushes for, again, like signing players is fucked in a World Cup year as well because nobody really wants to move house when they're setting up for a World Cup, certainly in the middle of a season as well that this focus is on the world cup it's not the world cup then move house then move country yeah. to play. so it, it, i think it's going to take us to the summer you're not you might get lucky with a player out of favor yeah like we did with get, he, yeah but... he wants to get shot or in juventus's case um they have no money and needed to, to needed to get some quick um yeah yeah so uh yeah, uh, we'll try and relatively keep it short, although we've still done 43 minutes. Um, so Newcastle. Newcastle have done quite well. They've drawn a lot of games, but they are sick. Um, I still don't know. I haven't watched any of their, their games. I don't think no, they're that either. good. I don't think they're that good. Um, but um, it's a game we kind of need because they're not a complete scrub. Um, yeah. But it's pretty much, pretty much early days, and, and Eddie Howe's never really done anything of any note. Um, um, so yeah, uh, but in in my head, I would I would all the bums who stank out uh, Old Trafford yesterday. I just drop them. Of which, uh, what's his name will never do. Conte will never do. I mean, he'll probably swap out Davies. He's, he's got long layers in. Long layers in. Yeah. You think so? And maybe um, Cesc for Perisic. Cesc for Perisic, yeah. Um, uh, he might persist with the three again in the middle, only because of injuries. Uh, yeah, I think it depends on Kulisevsky. If yeah. Kulisevsky's fit, I think we'll switch back. If he isn't, then yeah. we probably won't. Yeah. But my team for out of, out of uh, in, a, in a fit of peak would be uh, Lloris, Romero, Dyer, Longley. I would go 4-3-3. Uh, Royale back in. Cool. I can't stand watching. Uh, sorry, three four three again. Back to that. Royale back in because I can't stand it. Benton Kerr, skip instead of Hoiberg. Uh, Cessignon, Kane, Son, Hill. That's a, ooh. 
has oh, um, it's never going to do any of this. Emerson, has, has it been three games? Yeah, Emerson's he's suspension? back for this one. Oh, is he? Oh, he's back okay. for this one. Yeah, he'll play. Yeah. Someone was saying um, that Royale, like, uh, he, again, um, if you can't be a good player, be a bad player that takes instruction well, and apparently Royale takes instruction, Conte's instruction very well. And yeah. um, he doesn't have to say things twice with that, with that guy. The, the, the quality isn't there, but in terms of getting getting him moving and into positions when when passing uh, patterns need to be made, he's always there. He might do nothing with it, but he's always there. Um, uh, Cesc, because he just has to, Perisic is too old. And uh, I, I just want to see a bit of skip, really. Yeah. Just want to yeah, see a bit of nice. It's crazy. He's 22. He's 22 now. That's amazing, because he's been in and around the side since he was 17. Yeah, and then and, uh, yeah, he's been around for what feels like ages. He is, and every time he comes on, he looks like a. He look, he looks so fresh for a, for a very yeah. old, for a guy who looks like he's forty. Yeah, well, I think I saw a snippet of an interview with Sessegnon, and it was kind of the one yeah. of those quick fire who's you know who's got the worst dress sense and yeah worst music taste and all of that. But it was like, who's the fittest? And like without hesitation, it's like skip. Wow. Wow. So I think he, he's like he's a machine, uh, and you can kind of see that. Yeah, he's just he's just built like that. That's 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 his way, and you would assume that that's something Conte would respond to. Yeah, and because he's you know he's good at football, so that helps. Yeah, but yeah. he's uh, like if you are playing a three, you don't really want him as one of the two either side. He's kind of no. got to be the deeper sitting one, really, because I think he did come on as like the right-sided one for Benton Cruz, yeah. always for Benton. And he looked—I yeah. mean, you know—he was pressing and all that sort of stuff, but he looked a little bit lost, just in terms yeah. of positionally. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. If you are going to be playing him, it does—it kind of does need to be in the middle. Yeah. Um, it's fun because I, I was thinking about the three-five-two, and again, it's Conte. It's not something that Conte wants to play. Um, yeah. He's in this situation now, and it's probably not something that it would it would have been spoken about um, uh, circumstantially. And this is where we are. We're going to have to do this for a bit. Um, but you know what my preferred thing is. But once you have three in midfield, and I, I found this yesterday, it looked completely rudderless because the other two guys. When when you're in a two. You have to take responsibility for everything. You have to be responsible for everybody else. But basically, you got your two guys in there, and I have to constantly be looking at you and working in tandem with you. That's the the only way you can do it. Once you've got a three, the other two can switch off, and they go. Well, all the defensive stuff is getting done by the the, the pivot guy, yeah. and it it started to make the other two look completely rudderless. Yeah. Um, and that's where I don't like dedicated defensive midfielders because other people don't start not doing their jobs. Uh, oh, because it's covered. And that's where yeah. once you get other people not defensively doing their jobs, that means Basuma gets pulled out all over the shop, and then, and then you're in a worse, you're in a, in a too many cooks scenario very quickly. And where Basuma was breaking rank, I think Hoiberg was on on a mini holiday. And Bentenker started to try and do too much. Whereas in a, in a two, you have to be far more disciplined in, in the way you play. Um, and it's not too much to ask a central midfielder to defend an attack. I don't think it is yeah. too much. I don't know where this came from. Uh, years gone by, you're a midfielder that did everything. Yeah. And I, I don't like this kind of lazy way of thinking. It's like, right, that's all you do is defend. And Basuma ultimately in the two, I think it will work. And, and if you are playing three at the back, and we've had this conversation before, you've already got three defenders, your wingbacks mm. of defenders. You have three central midfielders who are also basically defenders. There's going to be situations where if those two up top aren't quite doing it, you're, you've got a team full of defenders. Yeah. Yeah, so in fact. There is no opportunity for somebody to have a good game. If one of these defenders have a good game, that's just nil. <laughs> All you have is a nil. Yeah, you, All you have is a nil. And and if any of these these defenders has slightly a bad game, that's a minus one straight away. And then you've still got a team of defenders. 
Yeah. And so, uh, again, like we were saying before, it sends completely the wrong message once you play that many defenders. All it's, and this is telling you, oh, yesterday, so right, you've got that many defenders. Fuck you, I'm pushing Fred up front. Yeah. And if Kane and Son aren't quite doing it, they, they, if Kane and Son were on, were playing, when you see Kane and Son play that anonymously, uh, of which they had like spark, like moments that they could have done something, when you see them that anonymous, that is the glimpse of the future that we're going to be mm. seeing very, very soon. There's going to be a time where we don't have Kane and Son. Yeah. Um, and that what we saw last night was that was that match. It's like two guys that are not quite up not quite uh, at it up front. That, that, that will be the two guys who we sign after Kane and Son. Two guys yeah. not quite at it. If Kane and Son were, were, were at it, we might have got something out of the game and it could have been an early goal and then the, 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 whole, the, the whole game state changes and uh, people get called out of position and, and all, all manner of things can, 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 can occur from that yeah. point. But if they're shit, you've got a team full of fucking defenders who are playing, yeah. and, and if any of those defenders don't play well, you're a goal down before you start. Um, yeah. So uh, the waiting is is, is is awful when you've got too many defenders. Um, I, uh, you know, uh, Hoiberg is a £15 million player from Southampton. He's, he's, he's fine. Uh, Bensinka is absolute class. Basuma was... Liverpool, Manchester United, and Arsenal were all looking at this guy. Uh, we got him purely because we got in, in the Champions League this year. Um, but he's played his entire life as a sitting midfielder, and we don't really play a sitting midfielder. Um, and he would have, the coaching he would have received uh, whilst at Tottenham would be to be in a two. And now he's gone back to that thing, but we don't really play. That way, we yeah. might have to learn it. But if we're going to spend all season learning it, why are we? Why were we spending all summer fucking around with the three four three? Yeah, yeah. circumstances change, but you, you you have to have your principles. You have to keep maintain your principles. Um, and and this is something that Conte has no problem with. He is like, right, I'm going to do this all the time. Um, but he doesn't necessarily have the pieces to do it. Um, no, and there's an element of managing it. It's, there's too many games. It's absolutely appalling how many games that we got to play. And the quality of the football does suffer. Um, yeah. There's a World Cup and everybody's looking at that, which means you don't put as much in because nobody wants to get injured. I mean, we've already lost. Reese James, uh, Diogo Jota has gone. The Richarlison was close. Um, the same Pogba might not make it. Like, you're... You lose because of the fixture congestion because of a World Cup in the middle of the season. You're 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 ragging players earlier, which means you're having less good players at the World Cup, and the, and the quality will be uh, reduced again. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun to have a World Cup at Christmas, but your your people are dropping like flies um, already. And your league situation is dropping off because players don't want to miss it. So it's, yeah. a, it's a curious one. And then the people who aren't um, people who aren't in the squads are running even harder. It's uh, it's, it's, it's yeah. That's why you're I mean, getting so free Certainly, it, certainly, Son. This first half yeah. of the season, it feels like he's holding back. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the World Cup in mind. And I think as we've said, so he might have one more, probably, but it'll be yeah. 34. Yeah. Uh, this, is his, this is his World Cup, essentially. Uh, not that, exactly. obviously. I don't think anyone in South Korea is expecting them to win it, but it's you're on, you're on the world stage. Make us yeah. proud. Uh, and him being the pop star that he is, I'm sure in his mind it's kind of all on me. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, I need to be ready. So yeah. I'm just going to phone a couple of performances in. And you know, most games that wouldn't necessarily be noticeable because other guys would pick up slack or whatever, yeah. and he'll still score the odd worldie without having yeah. to play well, without even having yeah. to run. Um, so I'm more curious, really, to judge the performances after the World Cup. Because mm. um, as you say, it's, it's all fucking weird. 
it doesn't make any sense. It's like we're still kind of dealing with fallout from COVID season and all that sort of shit in terms of congestion, and then you chuck in a fucking World Cup into the middle of it. It's going to be a head fuck for a lot of players, and some will handle it better than others, evidently. Hmm. Uh, so really, I don't think say after, after the World Cup is is when that's, that's the business time. Exactly. That's when we find out how up for it these guys. I know, as you say, that's when Conte finds out how yeah. up for it these. Because yeah. I think he recently in an interview, I think he alluded to the fact that he was having to manage players based on the fact that there was a World Cup coming up. Because hmm. he doesn't want players to miss the World Cup. I mean. He might not care that much, um, but I'm sure there's part of him. Like, well, you know, it, it is a big deal him having been a player himself. Yeah. I'm sure him playing yeah. in World Cups is, is plays a large part in that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so really, the, the the business end of the season, or the second half of the season, is, is where we'll find out who's got the minerals, really. Uh, and as you yeah. said, Conte won't forget. Well, I mean, there'll be a few that already yeah. he knows has say the right back position. He'll know. That's going to change regardless. Uh, left, yeah. we've got, what is it, Idogi? I don't know how you pronounce it. Idogi, yeah. Uh, he's coming in, he's Idogi. looked very good. So, yeah, so he's, that's fine. He'll be he'll be good uh, for left, so we don't need to worry about the left so much. Uh, but, yeah, he'll be yeah. looking at a couple of positions like, mm, okay, well, this is this is clearly where we need to improve. So that will be his target. But, so, you know, he'll, he'll, yeah. there'll be a bit of benefit of doubt i think for now uh, but yeah i don't think it's going to shift what his plan is in terms of who he wants to bring in who he wants to replace the kind of players he wants in what positions uh, and yeah as you said he doesn't have it certainly not to change system from what he wants to play that's mm. that's that would have never factored into his thinking in terms of building a squad just like oh, well you know we might not have enough players to actually play up front therefore we have to shift to a three in the middle as you said, all of the preseason, all of the seven, eight months that he was talking about, all of the uh, build up, everything that he's been teaching them has been three, four, three. Uh, so to have to switch of it, switch to it, just out of pure inconvenience, it's, um, nobody was really ready for that. No. Yeah, no. and it shows sadly. Yeah, but uh, you would want in terms of squad squad management and keeping people. Um, alive for the season. You want them looking forward to it. You want them looking mm. forward to to the World Cup. Uh, you, you don't want a situation where they're missing out. Um, uh, and it'll just it just keeps that momentum going for like successful guys doing successful things. Um, they want to just keep that, that, that bubbling. And yeah, our team is full. All of our yeah, Larice. Larice is Ireland in the World Cup. I don't know actually. I've, I don't know. I don't think they are. Um, you know, uh, Romero's good. Dyer's probably going to go. Davis is definitely going to go. Longley maybe. Sanchez, I think he's going with Colombia. Yeah. Hoiberg, yes. Bentenker, yes. Uh, Perisic, yes. Uh, Kane, obviously, son. Yeah, we did, didn't go, did they? Kudelski aren't, aren't yeah. there, which could be a, a blessing for us. Um, that probably when will you be see how valuable. Could, so that's almost everyone. That's almost everyone. Yeah. But I don't think Royale, <laughs> Royale's going to no. go. So we've got an entire t- side who are guaranteed um, to be going to the World Cup, and we're playing too many games, and it might jeopardise that. So. Um, we've already lost uh, Richarlison. It looks like he mostly is going to um, get to the World Cup. You want a guy. You want guys looking forward to uh, playing football matches rather than dreading football yeah. matches. And at the moment, we're slightly dreading matches because we want to get to the matches in the World Cup. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So that's just just where we where we find ourselves. It's still brilliant. Um, we're ahead of Manchester United. We're still ahead of Liverpool. Uh, we're still ahead of Chelsea. Yeah, um, we've still got the advantage. We're close to City. It's um, and when when it, when when things start moving after the World Cup, when we know exactly what we need to do, um, like last season, where we just completely turned it on after I think it was February onwards. Um, we, we we started um, the machine started to per 
Um, yeah. And we were spanking yeah, teams no, yeah, left, left right and center. So exactly. we're just going to do the same old shit. And if we can so. pull, pull a couple more rabbits out of the hat um, in, a, in a transfer yeah, mark. Yeah, the power teaching area. A couple of bastards. You know, we can we can uh, give us the the extra push to uh, go over the bastard line. Um. So yeah. Uh. So yeah. Three two on track, Frank for two nil. Uh. Everton two nil defeat. Uh. Old Trafford, of which we never get anything. Uh, the deflection and the ricocheted um, opportunistic finish. Newcastle. I'll be interested to see Newcastle because so I don't know what I don't know what they are. I don't know yeah. what they are at all. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, and uh, after watching ninety minutes of them, I will probably get a good idea. Uh, but I'm not willing to dedicate any time to watching them um, previous beforehand. No, no uh, we'll find out. Ninety minutes is is quite enough. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, so it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's very yeah. chastening experience uh, of which we've had that chastening experience before. Um, um, uh, it's quite rare for the, the, this iteration of the the Tottenham team to deliver such a abject. Um, yeah, I think that's what caught most people off guard. Was yeah. just how flat it was. Like usually at a bare minimum, like hunger and desire and all that sort of shit is is there, and it, it for whatever reason, as we've said, there's multiple factors at play. It kind of just became a bit of a perfect storm of all of those factors happening at the same time, and that's not going to happen often, really. No, a couple of games a season, uh, yeah. and if arguably, you know, if you are gonna throw a match throwing one that you don't normally win is not as big of a deal no really it's certainly not going to be a situation doesn't really matter does it it's certainly not going to be a situation that um our boys were 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 knackered after that match because i really don't think they put much in it oh exactly uh and it's not going to be like at the end of the season when wherever we finish we're not going to look back and think ah it's, it's mm. losing that game at Old Trafford was the one that got us. Of course not. <laughs> That's, that, that doesn't even come into it. You pretty much start the one. season assuming that you're going to get nothing from Old Trafford. So uh, I'm not that bothered. As I say. There's obviously <laughs> lots of people pretty depressed about the, yeah. the standard of football that was played, yeah. but I'm, I'm not, yeah. not that concerned. Yeah. It's just another we'll trap, isn't it? If, if United think they're onto a winner, we've done this before with United. Um, beating Tottenham a season does not make uh, Man United have been doing it for years and still not been finishing ahead of us that much. Mm. So uh, exactly. if they think they're on to a winner, this is this is all this is all, this is all good stuff, and we won't have expended that much energy, uh, emotional or otherwise, on this match. No. And it was ev- evident to see. I do I do feel sorry for. Uh, and apparently the, the the way support was incredible all the way through. Uh, you had to yeah. in, endure that shit. They they were brilliant. They were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, fair play And um, I mean that's how it is though. It's it's like all of these things. You, you go, you're going to games is a completely different experience to um, watching them in the. In the comfort of your own home, where you can just switch off, is that you can't just fall unconscious and wake up at home if you're sitting <laughs> in a Stratford End. Yeah, exactly. You've got uh, a long you, fucking you, journey home. You, you, you have to room. be awake, not get trampled, and fucking hoof it back because you can't just yeah. go to bed, turn the lights off, and go to bed. Uh, of which um, many of the players did. You, you've got to fucking still schlep it. Uh, yeah. wherever the hell you're from so uh, yeah yeah it's, it's, it's performances like that that uh, fans don't quite uh fans are certainly not rewarded for that kind of shit um no no but um when it's good it's great it's the shit ones like this that make the make the the, the good games even better and uh, yeah. i think that's the only thing that you can draw any conclusion yeah, you can you... make from that 
kind of look at it as a, a test of resolve. Let's, let's see what kind of metal yeah. these guys have in terms of how they bounce back from it. Really? And if you don't bounce back yeah. from it, then you probably shouldn't be here. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you if you don't have any metal after this, well, you've made my job, Dante's yeah. job, a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even have to find out if you didn't have it. I know you don't. Hmm. You know, I, I'm not even being harsh telling you your shit. You, that, that reaction was so bad. I, well, yeah, you, you know. you've made it easier for me in, in terms of exactly. my, my targets. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And and, uh, in, in, uh, in that sense, Conte will um, applaud them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the, if there's small solace to be taken from it, uh, I don't think any of the Spurs fans were as upset as Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it cut to him perfect. sitting on the bench, cut to him sitting on the bench, and he was wearing yeah. a big dangly diamond earring. Uh, I yeah, thought, I thought, what is this? I've never. He, I mean, I've never seen him do that before. So it's immediately no. that was like, you know, he knows he's making a statement. I know I'm not coming on, so I'm just going to wear some fucking jewelry. Because uh, <laughs> you didn't have to take it off. It seems utterly pointless that you're even wearing it in the first place. Because, because uh, yeah, as soon as I saw it, I thought, how's he going to get that off? Does yeah. he have to get one of the the kit men to uh, help him out? At first, I thought he must not be on the bench. Then he's like just sitting behind the bench, like not in the in yeah. the match squad. But yeah, no, he was on the bench with this big fucking spark clearing. Yeah. Like, what, what is going on? And then to storm down the tunnel, having your team. And then I had my, just my face my face pressed against the screen, trying to work out if it was a clip on or not. Yeah, yeah. No, I say I was, I was I like, stunned. No, no, no. He's had his ear pierced, and somebody's got to take that out for him because I don't think he can do that himself. No, maybe, he's highly, maybe he's highly skilled, uh, which means that he comes. He, he's, he's like uh, Ten Hag's like, CR seven, you're on. Um, you got to fiddle with that fucking earring for twenty so minutes. The game's finished. Can you help me to get the crucifix off my ear? Yeah, but yeah, that was, uh, I was, that was stunned. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, I was like, it, it almost felt like he was uh, making a statement that he didn't need the Ballon d'Or. So he wasn't even involved in a conversation about Ballon d'Or shit anymore. I don't even know if he was invited to the ceremony. I mean, this clearly the football wasn't worth paying that much attention to. So I was just looking at other things. Oh, that was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was weird. I read somewhere that he did go to the Ballon d'Or, but he only went to the after party. Yeah, it, it was strange. It was really weird. It, it, yeah, it confused me for a good a good chunk of the game. I was like, what is, what is that? Because he's, he's never done that before that I'm aware of anyway. Because yeah. pretty much every match that Man United play, it cuts to him on the bench looking fucking thoroughly depressed. And at no point was he wearing this, these massive diamond earrings. So, okay. It's, it's yeah. kind of making a statement of sorts. I guess it just all felt very strange. There's so much of a sideshow around United, um, which, which will ultimately be their undoing. I know that. Yeah, yeah, but then you get uh, like Roy Keane and Ever sucking them off. Like, team. It's just you're just adding sideshow. Un- totally unnecessarily, you know, it's, it's not even better. Yeah, as I say, like Roy Keane was like, oh, the, dis- the disrespect yeah. that they're showing him. Like, they won 2 0. The fuck are you talking about disrespect? If they were losing and he didn't get brought on, that would be yeah. a different matter entirely, but you're winning the game. I think, I presume it was the fact that Elanga came on yeah. ahead of him and, <laughs> and he's just like, right, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, I would say it's, it's, uh, it's a two-nil win. Fuck's sake, man! Just suck it up. Give them yeah, the congratulations, yeah, and then you know, you know, get on with your life. You still got your five hundred grand, mate. It's, uh, exactly. You get a, you get a matching you got earring. Grand for doing fuck all. The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production in association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.